What's up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. (laughs) Period. Yellow. Period. Um, hi. What's happening? What's up? Got hey. that part fired up. What's, hey. What's, What's up? up? Hey. Okay. May I just put somebody on to Kilo yesterday? And uh, it was a man. And... How did that feel? Was he from Atlanta? No. Okay. And he was he was like, you were singing this when you was a kid. I said, you wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, there's <laughs> a lot of stuff that we shouldn't have been listening to. No, for real. But I will say, I will say, I don't think that really made me into like a bad adult though. But I, you're right. I agree. I don't feel so either, but I do know for sure I was doing and saying things I shouldn't have been said outside of the music. True. For sure. I mean, I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Brawless and flawless. Just kidding. But I know, like, I wouldn't dare want my nephews or niece listen to that kind of music. And they probably are, but... It's funny how you become a hypocrite when you grow up. Man. Because there's some stuff I was singing, man. Let me tell you something. When he said, um, <laughs> I ain't even going to say <laughs> But I love some Kilo, man. I, it's so funny because I, obviously I love all the old Atlanta stuff. But it's just so funny because I don't know. I mean, I just, you know, I was definitely twerking too young, rapping about that kind of stuff too young. But, hey, mm. no kids, no problems. <laughs> <laughs> So that'd be the oh fear. They might end up pregnant. Some people did, but it was a lot deeper than the music. Yeah. But anyway, so let's get into this episode. Um, you got any cool things you want to highlight that you did since the last time we recorded? Um, what did I do? I had a very productive weekend. So I ended up uh working what did I, oh Saturday. What did I do? Sun, yesterday I worked with um, a new client. She is on Selling Sunset, the Orange County. Oh um, yeah, you did mention that. How was that? Yeah, it was it was perfect. Like, um, it went smooth. She loved it. After she was done, she was like, "You're hired for real. Like, I need you all the time." Blah blah blah. It must feel good when people say that. Amazing. The, even the production people, they were like, "Whoa!" Because um, what happened was she had to do a pickup shot because. Um, she had COVID. So they did a group shot for the promo of the show, and she didn't make the promo, so they have to Photoshop her in there. And so she had to do her shoot separate because she had COVID. So This sounds like out. the other one. What's the other real estate show when the girl was in the promo shot, the black ones? I didn't really. What's crazy is she's the only black one on the show, on mm. Orange Brown. Well, the, the one I'm referencing is, I don't know if it's called Ladies Who List, but it's it's... You know, it might be selling Tampa. That's what it is. Selling Tampa. Selling Tampa, yeah. And the the girl, they all black for the most part. And that girl was not including the promo shot. So uh, maybe she had COVID too. <laughs> yeah. So she um but we did that. The producers really loved it. I will say this is one of the first times. Well, I ain't gonna say one of the first times, but I was looking at everybody makeup on the cast, on the pictures. I'm like, mm, she hired me. That's <laughs> all right. Um, so I did that, and then I did something for Essence this past Saturday, which went really well as well. Um, so they're doing this thing called Road to Essence, where they're doing these conferences in some cities right before the Essence Fest. Mm-hmm. So LA was one of the stops. Um, DC is coming up, and then Chicago, and I think they're going to go to Essence. Um, so I did that. 
this was like my third time working for Essence, and let me tell you something, it's always a good time with them. <laughs> now, always a good time. They be they they be about they they business over there. I'm gonna say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, I did that, and then I did Love and Hip Hop the day before. I I think, or did I do that before? You did that last week, and we talked about it on the other episode. See, days yeah, running together. But you know what? We recorded late though. We did, and that's why both episodes come out at the same time. So it was. So I'm right. Okay, yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's all. That's why I'm like, dang, we ain't do nothing there, are we? It's because we recorded. We just recorded within like four days. Two yeah. or so. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's what's up. I um. <clears throat> so I think I don't know if I mentioned if I had it already on the last episode, but I got me a Hyundai now. From um, I returned. Oh, the you, I was about to say you. Okay, yeah, you got. Oh no, no, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I rented a Porsche truck. I'm a can because you remember, guys. I said I wanted to buy one, and so I was like, you know what? Since my car is in the shop, this is a good opportunity to test drive it. Loved it. Definitely want it. I want a really wild color too, like maybe green, like like that Bottega green. Almost they okay. Have it. And, or a midnight gray or a chalk white. It's really hard to choose because the one I had was white and it was nice, but I'm really um, undecided on what I want the interior t- color to be, like red, that tan, or black. Definitely don't want black, but because um, the black on those seats don't look right. It looked really good in my car because I got them bucket seats, but in the Porsche truck, it has the one with the headrest come up. It just, you know, it gives like van vibes. But anyway... Yeah. So I um that that renting that was very expensive. So I sw- I downsized to a Hyundai Sonata and baby, the mind you, I rented a Hyundai for almost two weeks. It cost half the price my three day Porsche truck rental cost. Mm. <laughs> so you know whatever I knew that was gonna cost it. I just wanted to try it out. But anyway, I'm saying sharing that is because this Hyundai is such a nice driving car. I'm like. I'm about to downgrade. Let me tell you, I was whipping that thing. That Porsche truck, honey, I was scared to make a right turn. I was like... I, I rented a Hyundai Sonata one time, um, and I had it for like a month. This one I had when, that, when I lost my car. I had got that car. I drove that car to New Orleans and everything. The only Listen. thing I hated about that car was the fact that it was real windy at the time, and you can definitely definitely feel the <laughs> my wind. My birth was like that. I used to be like, boy, I'm tipping on four foes in this thing. Yeah. yeah and this Hyundai, I mean, it's, it rides so smooth, I almost ended up in Toronto. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> but it's the only thing yeah. I will say, there is definitely, you know, okay, driving the, my main car, my actual car, and then driving the Porsche truck, you definitely notice a difference in quality, like um the, the infotainment, the resolution isn't as crisp. It's not a big deal. It's literally first world problems. But it's like little things you do notice a difference of like when i get inside like the dash look a little plasticky which is fine it's not a big deal but i can see why people get so spoiled to luxury cars because you do get those little details and stuff like that and i don't have a sunroof which i literally don't care it's not that deep but anyway i will i'm definitely not too good but i will get this car is, is cute it ride mm. good i've been on the same full tank for what eight days now <laughs> let's go <laughs> but it just made me miss my Versa. I, I I know I always say every time I really do miss having my Nissan Versa, but it is what it is. Um, so other than that, I um I've been planning some trips, and um so I'm going on a cabin trip with my cousins um in the fall, I guess I don't remember the dates, but and after that I'm going to South Korea. So I just solidified my dates yesterday with Janae. Um. So hopefully that works out. I got my companion pass back, so I should be. <laughs> I'm trying to get one. My friend Listen. was talking about one the other day. I'm like, I don't want to ask for it, but. Right. Oh, I had to ask. I ain't listen now. 
Let's let's stop playing. Um, so other than that, it would have been aside from that, it would have been like a twenty five hundred dollar flight, and I can't, and that's for economy. Ain't no way I'm flying fifteen hours in economy. You might well let me strap onto the wing because okay. that's the only way I can lay down. <laughs> All but right. it's all good. I'm not looking forward to a 15 hour flight, but in reality, it took me 18. No, it took me 21 hours to get home from Kenya. It took me 18 to get there. So it is not, I really don't give a darn. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, I have been looking into getting LASIK surgery for my eyes. Now, I love wearing glasses, I think they're really cute. But I have beautiful brown eyes that I don't really get the, you know what I'm saying, put outside. Enjoy. Yeah, I feel you. I feel the yeah, same way. Like, you know, Brian? I'm like, yeah, I do. And what about it? Same way. I feel that way about my eyes, and I also be wanting to wear sunglasses. Yes, that's another thing. I have so many sunglasses, and obviously I wear contacts, so I can put on contact sunglasses. But it's so much effort behind it. I just don't be feeling like doing that. Yeah. Um, And I'm and it costs. It starts to add up when because sunglasses are so inexpensive. If I got all my sunglasses with prescription in them, it just would cost me way too much money. So I would more than likely prefer to have my prescription glasses converted to non-prescription if I really just wanted to get a look. Yeah, Remember we used to do that when we was young. We used to I was just glasses. about to say that, like we we used to wear glasses that looked like seeing glasses, for real, we needed for and we needed it for real. <laughs> we did it for fashion purposes, but yes, yeah, so I've been thinking about it. It is a little expensive, so it's not happening soon because um, I got to get my braces removed, I got to get my gums contoured, and then I got to recover from that expense, and then I'll look into the lace. So maybe like 2023, 2024. Um, mm. Maybe I don't know because I I got a feeling as soon as I go in there for that consultation they're gonna try to get me to lay down right in there, so I'm gonna just wait. But one of my mm. coworkers she has it and um we talked about it and the place she went to was actually close to my house, extremely good reviews. So I was like, let me look into it now. Hopefully it don't cost too much. Like people saying anywhere from five hundred to five thousand. I like yeah I can keep that. I'm sorry. But I do feel like all the money I spent on glasses. I mean at this point I probably could. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Maybe they got a, a payment plan like braces do and make it yeah. feel better. <laughs> I, I went to get some new glasses and contacts um, last week. I'm just waiting for them to come in. But um, like I said before, the problem with my contacts were that they were drying my eyes out and literally falling out. Like I would cut the air on in my car and my contact would dry out so bad that it would just come out of my eye. Man, that's crazy. So, that's weird. But I know you mentioned you got AccuView. AccuView was that girl. Yeah. So I got AccuView now. Can't wait to come. But I need them. I'm like, dang, I hate having to wear glasses. I feel like it don't go with all my outfits. Like, I be wanting to wear certain stuff, and glasses just don't fit the ministry and the vibe of everything I'm trying to do. So I'm like, you know. I agree with that. I agree with that. And um, that's why I have the one-a-days contest, so I can just wear my makeup. But in reality, I, I, I like how I look with and without glasses. I love the way look. It made me look busy and studious. But, you know, I would like to switch it up. So anyway, um... So I'm going to use my eyeglass insurance claim for this year to get some sunglasses. I think I want these pink Alexander McQueen sunglasses. They real cute. Oh, Quincy, I love to see it. <laughs> Anywho, all right, let's get into this week's episode. Okay, so I believe it's my turn for Black Business of the Week. Mm-hmm. And I have a pretty non-traditional Black Business of the Week today. I wanted to talk about um, the podcast that is called The Read. Um, if you guys already know, the read has literally, literally paved the way for black podcasts. I mean, before I even knew what podcast was, the read was probably the first one that I ever heard of. And I remember, um, you know, I remember Crystal, well, I remember Kid Fury from his Twitter days. I didn't really know about Crystal until the podcast started, but I wanted to highlight them because on their last episode, like the last 
six minutes. I want to say last seven minutes. Ken Fury kind of broke down. He's like dealing with some mental issues, like literally, like really, really bad depression. Like he even used the term of wanting to self harm himself, wanted to um to kill himself. I mean, I'm not even I'm dead see how like, he was very explicit with his language. He also said that, you know, he's in like what they call like emergency mode. I guess needing needed somebody to keep their eyes on him at all times. So he just it, it just was really sad. And I know that um both of them have had like mental health issues over the years and they've been very open about it. But what the way the Fury was talking about it just really made me like Jesus Christ, like you, like I was talking to one of my friends, Sean and Crystal. Okay, so you know, like when people are depressed or people commit suicide, it's usually like, I had no idea and I didn't know this person was going through this. How was she depressed and she was doing all this stuff and making all this money? And, and so, just like um, those people on this particular episode, Fury was carrying on business as usual, being himself, talking, telling jokes, having a multi, like what, one to two hour episode podcast. And so, you would have never seen this coming. And so um, I just, you know, it made me think about like, you know, I don't think I've, I mean, I have had, I believe I've had some experiences with depression, but not to that extent. It's always been like more so just feeling overwhelmed or, you know, whatever the case, not to that, you know, not to take away from anybody's situation, but um, it made me think about like, have you ever been in a really bad mood, but you at work, so you got to kind of keep the show going so you can be your regular self, you can be comedic, you can be friendly, all these other things, but people have no clue, and you just beat somebody down the stairs right before you clocked in. Oh my God. <laughs> so anyway, you know, not to make too much joke about this, I just want you guys to like keep them in your prayers, send some positive love, you got to leave a comment on his social media or something, but it's, it's actually really sad, and I just am fearful of ever, you know, opening my phone and seeing some updates. And then thinking about that that episode, you know, it's just yeah. Really sad, so. Um, <clears throat> so depression for me is just a weird conversation because, like you said, my kind of form of depression is just like feeling overwhelmed and just like just needing to separate and just sit in my thoughts for a minute. You know what I'm saying? But I've never been to the point where I felt like I needed to take my own life or harm myself or anything like that. And I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do understand that. Depression is real. I just don't, I personally don't even think that it, that I have the words to give somebody who's going through that because what do you even say? You know right. what I'm saying? The thing so that I can do, like it's just a different mindset. Yeah. And the only thing that I, I, that I even try to do just because I don't want to, I don't, I never want to seem like I'm digging into something or just trying to like force them to feel something they don't want to feel or express to me. So I'm just like, you know. The least that I can offer is just being a listening ear and just being there for that person. Because, like I said, I just don't, I never know what to say. It just, everything it's like, just what wrong. can you do? Right. Yeah, so, like everything. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I just. Yeah, you got to yeah. offer support. <laughs> this is what I think, I think, because everybody's situation is different. Just offer support. Ask me if they, if you can do something for them. You know, maybe you can make something easier for them because maybe they could be flustered with responsibilities. Pay a bill. I mean, something, you know, just something to, you know, make things easier for them. Now, I don't know. It seems like they he, he doesn't want to record any further. So I don't know if the read will continue or maybe um, he may not be on the show. I'm not really sure, but he definitely pretty much was saying like, as much as he loves the show, like he gotta, he's gotta get, like he needs a break or whatever. And I and I want him to have that break, but 
Yeah, it's just really, yeah, it made me really sad. Like I, I don't um listen to the read regularly, but I have definitely listened to a to several episodes, and um I always was um a big fan of Fury, or still am. So you know, I just you know I just want to bring that up because you know it's very important and bring it to the light, honey. Really, a podcast pioneer and a black yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure, honey. Uh, let's get into shop talk. Um, Did you do your black business of the week? Oh no, that we yeah, it was, was the read. So um, this man killed trouble. Which oh my god! First of all, when I woke up and seen that, I was very confused. So if you guys don't Damn. know, so trouble, I don't want to say he's a local rapper because he is definitely more widely known, but I wouldn't consider him like mainstream. But he definitely is very popular because he, you know, similar to E-40, he got his own lingo. Like, trouble one of them people when he talking, you need to drop drop everything and read. <laughs> like they used to tell us in school. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was super cool. Definitely from Atlanta, rep Atlanta hard. Um, and, yeah, so long story short, or what seems to be a long story short, is he was, you know, dealing with this woman in Conyers, her ex-boyfriend, who apparently also lived there, but she hadn't heard from him broke into the house into the apartment got him to a, abused her fought trouble and then shot him one time in the chest flee the scene um it's just really crazy to me i don't know the guy but a lot of people said that he ran with like slim duncan and them. i'm not really savvy with the south side people um but it's just really sad because you know i'm not gonna lie to you i tend to be a little um prejudiced when people to me, from the hood, get killed. I always assume it's related to something in the streets. Like, I always just assume such, you know, and I shouldn't think that. So when Trouble got killed and they said that he got shot in his car, I'm thinking, like, he was in the hood. I mean, I don't know. I just was thinking anything. That's And it, I shouldn't be thinking that way, but we don't see Lil' Key pass away. We don't see YSL get locked up. We don't see uh, wife. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just thinking it's all related. When I found out it was over a domestic partner, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so apparently I read some of the police report. The girl was saying that she was dating this dude named Jamichael and um, she was like getting on him saying that he did. He needed to get some get a job so he could pay the bills. I guess they got into it. He left the house. She hadn't heard from him in either. I don't know if it was three days or three weeks, but this particular night, um, trouble left the club, went to her house. They was in the bed. The guy broke in and that's when it happened. And um, he turned himself in this morning. And uh, I don't know. It's just really sad. I just. And it's like it's crazy. I, I, that was so random though. Like I think Atlanta has such a respect for Trouble because he's always so neutral to a lot of things, and then he yeah, doesn't really say ignorant shit. I think yeah. that's the thing for me. Like he doesn't really say ignorant shit. He does have his own lingo, which I think is the most funny shit. Cause like, like he come up with it on the spot. Yeah, and you can never if you're from Atlanta, you will understand him. But he just Barely. be so crazy. <laughs> Some he, stuff you gotta replay. You be like, what did he just say? Yeah, he refer, he refer to BBLs as juice. Yeah, <laughs> he sound he he is like a he remind me of a pimp like the way he talks. But yeah, um, okay. I can see that. But now nah, trouble is like if you if you knew of trouble like in the streets, trouble loves women. Yeah, for sure. He loves women. He always got. I mean, like. It's 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 very few people in Atlanta, very few women in Atlanta to say that that can say that they didn't do nothing with trouble or he has tried to do something I'm with few. it. 
You said you the few. A few. Right. But I did, but I definitely um. So my brother was cool with him. I have some friends who you know. I I mean, we from Atlanta. We know people that's cool. People. I'm not gonna go down the list, but um, yeah, it's definitely. I definitely used to hear the same thing. I think he got a few kids, whatever cases. But it just makes me mad because I just I don't know. That's why, and there's nothing nothing you can do to avoid a, a type of person like Jamaica who would obviously was willing to do whatever he had to do that night but it's like this why you gotta stay you just gotta stay out of the way with people i don't listen i don't want nobody who think they're in a relationship with you who think who think they like you i just like jesus christ and I, i'm pretty yeah. sure it was envy it was jealousy it wasn't even more so about her it was like oh trouble yep oh yeah okay well now you finna she finna now you in trouble now you in trouble and she in the free world dating whoever she want like she was doing before and um you your dating pool just got a little smaller that's all let's just say that so anyway it was just really sad rest in peace of trouble i actually was genuinely shocked when i saw that i could not believe it and i um i hope they you know throw the books at this fool santana saucy santana so if y'all don't know saucy santana um recently just got signed to rca records which is great. It's amazing. Amazing. That's fire. That is like huge, you know? Um, so since he got signed, he just been going up. So this week he's on the cover of Team Vogue, which is insane. Okay. Um, I think it's just it's just like so I'm like I'm so shocked to see this and I'm so happy for him and I'm so happy that he's the person to do this because this is kind of what I grew up seeing. Like, this is what I grew up seeing. Um, being from the South and being from the hood, when we saw gay men, we saw them in this light. Like, it was a lot of guys. Like, I don't even know if you remember Yarell. Yes. Um, Yarell, well, like, this is what... Formerly known. Yeah. Formerly <laughs> known as Yarell. But, um, <clears throat> like, I kind of grew up seeing gay guys in this light with the nails, the hair, the beard, like it doesn't really shock me to see this because this is what we always saw. And so we were all, I will always see people from elsewhere just always talking about um, the men in Atlanta, the gay men and just how they look and their appearance and all that sort of stuff. But just to see him where he is now and just really honed down and made that like work for him and showing people like, yeah, don't overlook my talent, though, just because you feel like I look this way and I should look this way. Because I think um, what I realized with a lot of women, especially black women, um, I work with them all the time. Like I work with pretty much nothing but black women. And I always, well, I, not anymore, but before, I always get people to tell me stuff like, I'm so glad that you're not extra or you are this way. And in my head, I'm like, that doesn't make me feel good because at one point in time that was me. Like I've right. been to and you know, your friends, you know, people we yeah, exactly. With. I have friends that that are feminine and they do certain things. And then I once before I used to do things like that too. And it's like this is exactly why people. It's so hard for people to just be themselves because of people like this. It's like you're sitting here trying to tell me that. I'm a better person than this person just because I don't wear wigs and lashes and nails and makeup. I'm wearing present what's presenting to be men's clothing and stuff like that. You're telling me that, and I don't like that. But, um, yeah, I said all that to say that I'm very proud of him. I'm so happy that people are embracing him the way they are. 
Um, and I'm just happy that he's able to be himself. Like, he doesn't have to change himself, have to change the way he talks, change the way he walks, dance, nothing. He just literally... literally he changed the way we walk. Famous. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He changed the way we walk. Transcendent. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's fire, and I'm really glad that um, it's interesting how we got introduced to him, you know, by going on live with City Girl. So we really got to know his personality, and then the music was just a cherry on top. Like, oh, and he rapped. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. You know, I'm I'm really I feel when he performed at the Braves game, I mean at the Hawks game, I'm like, oh, he owned. That's fire. Like, yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. He better get an Icon Award soon. He needs something. Like we, I think people, people, Santana definitely needs his flowers. I mean, early on, it's reminding me of sort of like how Cardi B came up because we got to know her personality first, and then you know everything else came after, and it was just it made it easier for us to support her because it felt like our cousin. Yeah, I agree. I was just looking at some clips from this, uh, from one of the Love and Hip Hop reunions of Cardi B. Oh my gosh, she looks so different. I'll never forget yeah. when they announced that she was going to be on Love and Hip Hop. Everybody got so excited. They started back watching. She wasn't on until like the third or fourth episode. I remember like, bruh, where's Cardi B? At? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all yeah, proud of her because I definitely follow her when she was Cardi BB on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or Bacardi BB or whatever. She had like two Instagram pages. My girl, Bacardi, like my mom was saying. Okay, so Wendy's is about to have a limited time strawberry frosty. Like, um, so anybody that don't know, um, I'm pretty sure my first ice cream was the Wendy's frosty with fries. <laughs> that was your first one. I don't know, but it's the it's my fondest ice cream memory. Like before okay. I had ice cream flavor, it was Wendy's frosties. I love. Let me tell you something. I love them frosties down. Okay, but not for real, for real. And then when they you, added you the actually put me on to the French fries dumped in the frosty. Listen. And then when they came out with the vanilla, and I still don't know what tastes better. I think it's going to be chocolate, though, but the vanilla is also really good. Now, I'm not a fan of strawberry ice cream. When I get Neapolitan, I usually leave that spot alone. But I do like the strawberry cheesecake milkshake from Cookout. So maybe... Ooh. I can mix the vanilla with the strawberry or something like that, and maybe that'll work. Do you get extra cheesecake pieces in there? No, I never got extra. I always used to be oh. already guilty about how many calories I was consuming. Oh, no. Nah, also, did you know a cookout tray costs $7.59? Didn't know that, but it's not surprising. <laughs> I can't eat nothing on that anyway besides the darn cheese quesadilla. Mm. Anyways, all right, what else we got in there? Oh, um, uh, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan's contract ended. <laughs> okay, because that's exactly what it was. That was such a publicity breakup. Like the fact that they had like a publicist talking for them about the reason why. Like, I'm like, this how did they make so it to nice. people? Huh? How did they make it to People Magazine first? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, I've been reading like tweets on it. Everybody keeps saying like he definitely about to pop out with a white girl. Cause he about to go back to what he, he, he knows. Like I think that <clears throat> I do say I will say that I feel like that helped kind of both of their image in a way because for me I always looked at him as a cornball, not in a bad way, but I just don't really see what other people saw. And then like, he, he like he had a mouthful of um chip um um uh, uh, um what's the thing what chip must be eating. Like acorns. Acorn. He like got a mouthful of acorns. <laughs> like I don't think he's ugly. I think that he's a handsome man, but I think that people were overdoing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I I'm agree. like, I'm like, 
Are we looking at the same person? Because Roderick Hunter is Roderick uh, Hunter is alive and well, baby. Hello, please. I mean, literally, even though I didn't know about him until recent history, but I never saw Michael B. Jordan in that light. I'm like, okay, yeah. But um, dolls really just—they distracting. Yeah, I don't know. Got I a carry on in there. But I do feel like um, everybody's making it so controversial on Lori's behalf because she's uh, allegedly what happened was she just wasn't ready to take things to the next level. And she was literally engaged before she really hit the road running. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, shit. That's her choice. I I actually love that because I feel like the problem these days, especially when it comes to celebrities, is that people, they, they move entirely too quick for one. And then it's like everything is so forced. She's like, I don't want to be married right now. Like, I'm 25. I don't want to live. I don't want to be that far into it at this age. I feel like I haven't lived yet. Let me do me first before I try to commit because he's older than her, right? Yeah, he's our age. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So, of course, he's going to want to be more. He's going to, yeah, she's 25. So, I I know that he's he's probably going to want something more serious just because he is, you know, getting older. That's normal. But somebody her age, I know when I was 25, you, I'm going to get married. I'm sorry. He's 35. So, there's a 10-year age gap between them. Yep. So, yeah, people were saying that her benefit from the relationship was because she had been in so many back to back to back to back i just feel like i don't think there's anything wrong with dating around but you gotta be low-key with it because it doesn't look good and if you're not ready for marriage that's one thing but you didn't come off in these situations as just dating to be dating it looked like y'all was together for sure so Mm. Mm, interesting yeah Uh, look at all these acorns on my screen Alicia, please come. You don't on. think he like he got a mouth? He look like when you get your wisdom teeth pulled and they put those galls back there. He like he still got his in there. Okay. Mm. Um. Sorry to that single man. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, who was I gonna bring up? Kanye and his little girlfriend broke up. Shani, she kept her mouth closed for the most part. I don't, I ain't, I only know how to say her name because um. And it Cheney. From from what's her name? Spice. When she was like Black China, her tiger, <laughs> boom boom. <laughs> Shani. <laughs> yeah, she came up. She got she got her, got her followers up. Her Birkin collection up. Period. Yeah, anyway. It's not Period. It's not, hopefully, hopefully she got some um, tangible cash on that, too, from him. Yeah, well, he was seen at uh, the movies with a white lady. He need to what? He was seen at the movies with a white lady. Surprising. But, you know, at least Kanye gave everybody a chance. <laughs> what? He ain't got no type for real. <laughs> you know, he like, he like shoes. Oh, um, so it's a rapper. Um, I did want to bring this up, see how you felt about it. So there's a rapper, um, Batman Kevo Kevo. Don't know. Yes, I think he's a YouTuber first, rapper later. And he um, posted that he that he got a that he got a 360 lipo or he got lipo. Yeah, and ab itching. And me looking at it. 
It looked good. I would have never known. Me either. I would have never known because his body looks really good. Yeah, because he actually works out. I think that helped. I, I definitely think it looks good. I ain't even mad at it. And the fact that it looks good makes it more acceptable. Yes, because I will say that Drake's didn't look that nowhere near that. I think she ran after her dog. She sounded like she was breathing hard. I'm sorry. I thought my baby was having an asthma attack. But, uh, so would you get it? So here's the thing. I <laughs> I never really got into like the lipo. So so my thing, my stand on surgery, um, I see so much bad surgery and so many bad things happening with the surgery that I've kind of just like mentally tapped out of all of that type of stuff. Cause I mean, realistically, I thought about it, I considered it, I considered a lot of things. And right now, the only thing that I would probably do is um some Botox or some filler. I'll probably do that. Because it's, it's, it's temporary. Because it's temporary. But looking at that, that really changed my mind. Because like I said, I don't like Drake's body. I can't yeah. get into it. And although, you know, it's still up in the air if he got lipo or not, even though I'm 100% convinced he, he did. He got lipo. He got braid transplants. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I hated it. But this man's lipo looks so good. Um... I think that, so what I've gathered is that lipo looks so good on people who actually work out first. Mm -hmm. Like, if you work out and get yourself to, like, a really, really, really good size, and then you just let them lipo out the, you know, the remainder or whatever is the heart to, re I, I, I like that. I like that yeah, look. I agree. So, if I were to do it, I would do it that way. Because I'm not yeah, going to say I would never want, I'm never going to do it. Because I, I'm telling you, after that, I'm like, you know what? I might have to <laughs> really consider this. Yeah, I think it helped. I mean, look at Bernice Virgo. She got ab etching in hers on a little bad either. She just got a little saggy skin, but That's she had a baby. Insane. So That's I'm definitely not opposed to lipo. I'm, a, But I'd rather get like laser lipo or something like that because I don't really have a whole lot going on anyway. But I'm scared of all that stuff, but I would get lipo. Maybe if I, it was like my wedding coming up and I can't put the milkshakes down. Oh my God! <laughs> Get a quick one too. Yeah, but um, okay, seeing, cool. What's been popular lately is um, arm lipo and the chin. Oh yeah, definitely the arm, the arm lipo. You don't want to be sound like you got wings. Carisha, one of the best bodies out. Period. No, for real. Carisha got that. She got that thing right. And Beyonce. And Beyonce. Ambient man, but Carisha though. <laughs> definitely Carisha. I'm just being funny. But yeah, I agree. I like your mind, man. You can tell she definitely got it, but you also can tell she got it good. Yeah. Also, um, I mean, well, no. Who is another? It's one more girl. Um Yeah, that's it. Just just yeah, Miami. Yeah, I I mean her body, cause she didn't do too much. Like she didn't I love the fact that she kept a like regular size butt. I agree, because she already had something going on. She just threw a little bit. Um, Jess Hilarious got a BBL, too, but she already, she was like, just, you know. It's just, I think when you start off with a good palette, that's a completely different people who want. Yeah, you got, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not opposed to it. Um, I just think that, like, even with my teeth, I don't even think that I want veneers. I know that, that I know that dentists, they can, like, add some things on your teeth, like add some, on your regular teeth, 
to shape them and whatever. I may do do that. I do want mm-hmm. something done to my teeth. I want better looking teeth. Unfortunately. Uh-huh. Well, ain't no wrong with it. Just you know, make sure it look good. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't want to go down a fat teeth road. Yeah, everything is going back skinny now anyway. You don't want big teeth, big body. You want slim gym. <laughs> I don't even want to be small. I just want to be toned. Because I don't think small. I look Doja like Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion so got darn skinny. Doja Cat look like a teenager. Yeah, she lost a lot of weight. She lost a lot of weight, and it looks so good, too. You think she got a mini sleeve? Um, no. Because she was thick. She was. But she also, she she moves a lot. She dances. Like, she dances mm-hmm. and she works out a lot. So, I don't know. Well, Same thing with Megan. Get away with getting a mini sleeve. Anyway, let's move on. Same thing with Megan. Megan definitely ain't getting that done. I hear you. Okay. All right. So, do we have anything for tweets from the streets? Let me see. Okay. You know what? On tweets from the streets, I don't have a tweet, but I have a situation. So basically, I randomly pinned a video to my Twitter page, and I think the day I posted it, I might have got like 40 views. The video is now at 234 views. Y'all need to stay off my page. <laughs> Alicia, how you <laughs> like to post stuff and don't know what, want nobody to look at it, but people you know. these people looking at my page every day, it's another 40, 40, not four, I won't say 40, maybe like 15, 20 views on the video. And I don't really tweet for it. I tweeted a lot yesterday for the first time in a long time. But I'm just saying, pinning a video to your profile lets you see how many people view your page. And you should. I'm confused. Where y'all come from? And all these fences that be in my Instagram views. I got a Beyonce fan club in there. It's a few pages. I'm like, who are you? Reveal yourself. I'm sorry that you have become a popular by mistake. No. <laughs> I just be wanting to know. You think, you think people forgot about Ice and Silverstone? No. They need to let it go. Let no. it go. All right. Anyway, so for this week's episode, you had a topic you wanted us to discuss. Yes. Okay. So, one of my favorite Instagram pages to follow is a guy by the name of Conscious Lee. Conscious Lee is, he, I think he's a grade school teacher in the day, like for his job. But he does a lot of um, Instagram posts um, just calling out people on different things like homophobia, racism, reverse racism. Um, he just calls out a lot of things on, on like different topics that, um, for me, is, is pleasing because some of the stuff that he talks about, I'm just like, it's such a breath of fresh air to hear this coming out of a black man's mouth because mm-hmm. a lot of black men don't think this way. Um, but anywho, he, he, pandering, but go ahead. Yeah, so so he posted a video that says people who people who say that boys are easier to raise than girls, that they are really saying that boys are easier because they can neglect them and you have to police girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I will say this: I don't know what be going on in white homes or non-black homes. Let me say, let me use that for <laughs> that term. But um, I will say in majority of black homes, especially in the hood, it has always been a thing for women, well, mom, well, parents to do that to boys and girls. Like the girls would be like, oh, she can't wear this because she going to be too fast. She can't wear her hair like this because it's too fast. Yeah. Very policey. But when it came to like, 
when it came down to like guys, they can sag their pants, they can wear certain things, they can listen to certain music, they can even look at naked magazines, and their parents oh, won't even care because oh, he's just being a boy. Mm-hmm. He gonna do that. That's what boys do. But then, your the little girl, all she wanna do is wear. A snatchback ponytail with a Chinese bang, and now you telling her that she's too grown. She's too grown. Yes, I um, and I think I I saw the video you sent me, and I think one of the quotes that the I don't know if he said it or the guy in the video he was responding to, but I've heard this quote a lot that people or I'll say mothers raise their son, raise their daughters, love their son. So basically, like they have all these boundaries and restrictions for the daughter. And then the son gets all the affection or attention or benefits that they did not give to the daughter. And I have seen this so many times. And I think a lot of it stems from the fact that women carry babies. So they feel like, oh, if she get pregnant now, I got to take care of it. But if the son get pregnant, go see your child instead of like, don't bring no baby up in this house. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like yeah. there's less attachment with a male from their perspective. So they feel like, oh, you know, he just being a man, you know, teach our daughters to keep their legs closed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Trying to respect women women and to not be irresponsible to not be creating kids and to make sure he got his life together so he could be a provider but i think in turn that becomes that that makes those men grow grow up and not be good partners not be good fathers. they never had to show any like discipline or any like uh responsibility they never had to be respectful because they get what they want and i i agree i think that um even for myself growing up things was very strict on me now i was never really interested in doing a lot of stuff anyway but I think that um, my little brother, he definitely had a little bit more freedom. And I think, and I also sometimes think it depends on the age, because I think that sometimes if a child is born first, they always have it harder. And then the child that comes after, they tend to reap some of the benefits at the same time as that older child, which is not necessarily fair, but it seems easier for the parent because everybody in the same house. Does that make sense? Like yeah. if the older child can't go out until 10 o'clock until they turn 16, the younger child might be 14 and they get to stay out to 10 because mama dropping everybody off at the same time anyway. And so it just seems easy. So that, that younger child gets a little bit more advanced or gets exposed to a little bit too much too soon. And they could end up down a separate path because they didn't really have boundaries. They just did whatever big sister, big brother did. But I agree. I think that uh, um, it's just weird. I feel like women definitely, they, they get they, they're the most strict against. And that's why in society today, we have had to, you know, fight for health care rights. We had at one point had to fight for voting rights. We had to fight for the right to work. I mean, it's just so many different things. And it's like, we literally carry the future leaders of America, of the world. No, like, we literally birth, literally birth human beings. Like, literally created from our soul, but we got the least respected, even though we're the most educated. It's really wild. Yeah. Um, see, I grew up in a single parent home with my mom, and I will say that that has caused me to just have so much respect for women. Um, just because I watched my mom overly do things to try to just make sure that I didn't have any thoughts of, like, why don't I have a dad in this house? Or, why, or just, you know, making me feel a certain way about certain things. And so growing up, I can honestly say that my mom was very fair. Now, I don't, of course, I don't know how she raised my younger, my older sister because um, I wasn't born. So I don't know. So, but I will say that I did have a lot of strictness. Like I could do certain things. Um, I could do certain things, but it was very, my mom was very strict on like, I can't go over certain people's houses. I can't um, go a lot of places 
by myself. When she's not home, I'm not allowed to go outside. Um, I couldn't wear certain things. Like, I remember in middle school, everybody was wearing these shiny crest two-piece. Oh, yeah. Shiny Superman. Yeah, they was wearing that, and it was wearing platinum fubu. Mm. I was not allowed to have that because my mama said that's what drug dealers wore. She was like, you cannot wear that because my sister was going to buy it for me. She ain't lying. In reality, in the hood, that's who was the trendsetters. That was the trendsetters. But my mama was not having that. Yeah, so I when I would when I would come to her and I would tell her like I want these pants because I've seen it on like um in sync or something or like it would be like Spice Girl shoes or something like that. She would be happy as hell to buy that because it's like at least you're not getting inspired by some dudes that selling drugs and guns. And so, so my sister my sister didn't understand that because my sister is from the hood and that's just not how we were raised. It's like when you did when you have boys. The boys do what the boys do around, you know, whatever. So, of course, my sister wanted me to have that stuff. She's like, he needs to have Jordans. He needs to have this. He needs to have that. And my mom's like, no, he's going to be a child for as long as he can be a child. So if he likes this and it, I feel like it's appropriate for him it's, or appropriate for what he got going on, that's just what we're doing. Even when it came down, even when in high school, like my mom has seen that. Me going to North Atlanta was just not a good thing because I I was so out of place there. Like I, fe- I felt very insecure going to that school. It was a lot. Um, yeah, it's a culture shock for real. Yeah, it was a real. It was a very big culture shock. So that's she why put, college didn't start off too good for me because I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's Even though our school was mostly black, it was just a different yeah. academic level. So, you know, I, I'm I'm grateful for that, but I definitely watch, like, um, you know, people around me, just how parents treat them. And then, like, of course, growing up, you ha- always had, like, certain friends who dealing with, like, certain abuse things and just things at home and just kind of make you look like, damn, like, people really don't know how to raise kids. <laughs> and, it, yeah, and, it, and, really and most of the time, it ain't even their fault. It's like... We are we have lack of resources. So sometimes you have to do things like imagine I can I couldn't imagine trying to hold on to my mental health and raising a child at the same time. I Especially agree, with lack of resources and like lack of money and just yeah, it, living in certain I neighborhoods. Because I feel like those lack of resources and everything just leads people just giving up and letting the child just be like, God, they'd be like, God got them. Instead of being like, okay, well, with what the ability I do have, let me instill that into this child. Because I think that's what happens. I think that's why a lot of times people that come from poverty, they might lack some of that guidance or especially the man because they really want the man to just go out and get some money. You know what I'm saying? They don't really care yeah. about being positive contributors to society and all this other stuff with the girl. Got to be quiet. Got to do all this. I seen one of my friends is having a baby. And um, under her comments, so this is like her fourth child with her husband, maybe fourth or fifth. Anyway, somebody was like, yes, keep on blessing that man. I'm like, blessing that man? <laughs> I Honestly, though, I really hate, like, the way that the South and just, like, people who who are, like, traditional, like, I don't think it's nothing wrong with being traditional, like, carry on traditions and stuff like that, but certain mindsets, like, when it comes to things in that nature, like, oh, you have to do this to please your husband. And yeah, granted, some of that like, stuff may be true. You have where to... Where do I come in this picture? Like, that's, and that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, 
why she can't have kids? Like, yes, it's a blessing for both y'all to intentionally create this this human being together. But to say bless that man, it's almost like like he a breeder or something. Like, yes. Like, are we? Am I a dog? I'm just carrying the baby's name. Yeah. Either. I was like, hey, maybe she didn't mean that way. And she would. The, the, the comments it was a little older, but like you said, it's like so true. I don't know, and that's why I'm not. You know what? I am definitely an independent person. But I can't, I don't think I could ever be in a situation where I'm like, not be, not making primary decisions. I can't see it. Yeah. Don't, don't, and you know what, though? I, and I, I can 100% understand that because of just how life has been, you know. Right. So I'm supposed to just sit around. Could I, and that's, go ahead. I'm going to finish up what you were saying. Cause I no, think I'm just saying, like, I just feel like I don't blame you for even acting like that because I feel like that's just how life the, the cards have been dealt for us or just, you know, people around us. And it's like, shit, I'm not going to let that consume me. I'm going to be able to take over what the fuck I want to do and do what exactly. I want to do. do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like tradition. They supposed to say, you know, you're supposed to be, do all this for the man, et cetera, et cetera. But what if you don't find the man? And not, and I guess the point I'm trying to make, and I know this is not necessarily related to the original topic, but People like we women are pretty much groomed to be like for the man, find a yes. man. This so people's whole life is around finding a man. Like that's they can't even go a semester without having a man. So it's like at what point? What if you number one don't find that man? And then how do you actually take care of yourself? Because people's parents pass away, people lose family. So like now you just this helpless human being because you need a man. So now you just taking the first man that get off the bus because you can have one and you can post them on your social media. I literally stopped being friends with somebody over this, which is insane. Um, oh, my God. I stopped being friends with somebody, and this was one of the reasons. It was because anytime that I would get mad, um, anytime I would get mad, this person would just assume that the reason why I'm so angry is because I need a man. That's really crazy. To Oh, my God. I know. And I'm just like, how dare you? Because... That particular person would spend a lot of their time on dating apps and going on these meaningless dates. Like, no lie, I remember this person going on three dates in one day mm -hmm. um, with three different people that she didn't know. With three people that they didn't know. And I'm just like, I, I, and I told her, I'm like, I really hope that you find what you're looking for because it's exhausting watching that. And then it's like, you're pouring emotions into a situation so early and when that person doesn't reciprocate it it's just I don't know it's just real different I watch how people move and I'm just like I don't want to be that person and I shouldn't have to sit here and explain why I'm okay with being single for right now yeah I agree and I think that when people are doing that and to each their own but I think that people don't exactly know what they want because I remember I mean, I definitely remember phases where I'm like, all right, I want a man, but I just would, it would just be boredom. So then I just got a hobby. I started traveling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just yeah. started doing stuff. But I think that, um, but it's just, when, when I see people that be in back to back relationships, I'm like, ain't no way they either have a standard or a wish list because how are you just getting with the, I just, let me tell you something. The way they'll be like, hey, my lady block. I shout the block. <laughs> I just be like, mm -mm. it just be the first word that come out their mouth, and I'm just like, mm, no, thank you. Like, but I be seeing girls that just be, I, some people just find fun in dating, but I just think that brings chaos. That's all. For sure, it can. It, um, a lot of the times it does. I do feel like it has a, um, 
it play, uh, it plays a big part in your environments too. Cause I mean, for me, I just even with me like going out, I like music and I like to, I like dancing. So I feel mm-hmm. like now I'm I'm coming to terms with maybe I don't like going to the club. I think I just like going to like. Um, I don't even know what to call it because it's not like a dance party, but it's just more environment, like, just like kickbacks. Because I can see a kickback, but I cannot do the club. But you go out a lot. I don't know how you, you are. You just feel like you're changing. I just I go out here because it's beneficial. Oh, and it is okay. So that's that's another reason. In Atlanta, I can I would say I have fun there for most for the most part, but it was it was nothing beneficial about going out. See here, I would go out and I would meet people that. Like, I've literally went to a club and ran into somebody that gave me a job two days in a row. Yeah, see, and I, I can't, that's why I always said I never wanted to, I, I'm just going to, it's so funny. When I used to want to be in radio, I literally changed my mind because I didn't want to go to the club. Remember, I used to say, well, I don't know if I remember, yeah. but they always used to have to host at the club. They used to always have to do all that. I'm like, that's not my environment. I don't want to drink. I get tired of people telling people, no, I don't drink. So it's like, I don't want to be in a career where I got to, go out to like yeah. keep work going that's i can't do that yeah so like now like so it's a lot of popular djs that throw these block parties per se so one of them is b hen so it's this popular dj online his name is um brian henry if i'm not mistaken but mm-hmm. he throws these block parties where he just plays like endless amounts of dance mixes of some of my favorite songs and it is the most fun thing I've ever been to. It's all types of people from all different backgrounds, all black, some not black, um, gay, straight. I love environments like that because I feel like nobody's there even really looking at people. Or Of course, you got some people that just come to just peep the scene or whatever. But for the most part, everybody is just there having fun. I love stuff like that. And I really love the fact that out here, that's like something that's common all the time. So that's what I'm going to, you know, start looking into that. But shit, I, I like that because I like to get out the house. I cannot stand sitting in the house all the time. Call, like some days, yeah. Call me but, townhouse. Huh? Call me townhouse because I'm going to be in that. I'm going to be in town in house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love the house. Call me roof, babe, roof. Okay. <laughs> all right. But no, um, I, I feel like... Um, we should stop holding women to certain standards as far as like um, leaving them to raise kids because even some people who are in marriages and relationships and they're you know they have kids it's still a one-sided family it could be one-sided in that type of situation people be co-parenting and they marry yeah in the same house so yeah, it's actually really sad I hate that people feel like they have to get married so fast so young because in my eyes. If I'm 24 and I'm in love, I now when I was 24, I definitely had a different mindset. I definitely was ready to get married and all those other things. But it's like, if I live to be 110, am I gonna be think? Am I gonna be happy that I spent the last 90 years living with somebody? Absolutely, absolutely not. No, and it's not on chance, on opportunities to do things that you know contribute to who my who I am as an individual. Absolutely not. Mm. But you know, um, I am very proud when I see people like parenting in a very intentional way, like talking to your kids like they're humans. I get really turned off when I see people who dress their kids as adults or they have like, I see, and it might be cute on one instant, but I see people throwing like 
club theme parties for their sons and they be popping bottles and stuff. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes that stuff, like if you're willing to do that, what are some of the other things? You, I don't know. I just, I do be fearful for the future, but I know that our parents was fearful for the future and their parents and their parents. And in some ways things got better, some ways things got worse. Yeah. But from what I see now, I'm just like, man, I want to raise my kids, not in a, not in a big city, but not in a small town. Like I want them to be able to have a good education, have Good exposure to diversity, but also never, ever, ever lose touch with their blackness. And I don't know. I mean, I think you could do that in Atlanta, maybe outside of Atlanta. But it's just so many things that, like, you can't protect them from everything. But I also don't want them to get caught up in some of the stuff that's not good for them. But I also don't want them to be so protected that they want to be doing those things and that they lose sight of who they were. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, just get a dog. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I feel you. I, um, I, I say that now because it's so crazy that we have been like just flooded with black culture our whole life like mm -hmm. pretty much like uh, we are the culture because that's we culture. grew up in the hood we are so me like and that one thing I've, I've been learning is we have it so good in Atlanta. I mean, the the way that the city looks, the resources, the fact that we can change cities in Metro Atlanta and have a good time. A lot of people's cities is just neighborhoods. Yeah. They don't have a Alpharetta or a Smyrna or a Marietta or a Midtown. They have neighborhoods, a school, and a hospital. That's it. It's so crazy just, you know, linking up with people that are from California and that are black and just to see how different their minds and their culture is because it's a lot of stuff that in my head would be obvious things for black culture and they don't even know half of the shit I'm talking about. Ooh, and I'm like, I are you not know. black? You but... never heard of Kilo? <laughs> that part. I mean, I hate it. You know what? But you, know, you don't sucks, know what you but don't know. That's just the reality of it all. Atlanta is just black as hell and we had the privilege of growing up in a place like that and you know really engulfing ourselves with the culture just by nature not by force you know mm -hmm. so um just to see that other people didn't grow up like that or just they don't have that same black experience as me just sucks because i'm like damn girl like you really missed out on life I know, but oh, yeah, because when they go somewhere like Atlanta, that's why they move here. They be like, oh, oh, like really? Yeah, I just asked my friend the other day why her friend she moved to New Jersey from Atlanta, and a lot of her, she said every time she make a new friend up there, they move down here. And I'm like, what is it that makes them come down here? But she was just like, the rent, the blackness. It's just, I'm just like, yeah, I you I can literally in Atlanta, in Atlanta, you can literally go to black owned anything that's not possible everywhere like you everything that you can do is it can be black owned. i mean down to gas and I definitely that for granted because i didn't know that i always thought places even like new york had a lot of black owned no people, but it's not it don't, don't yeah even like even after like gas stations and like auto part places hair salons you can go quick trip and they playing pastor troy yeah <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's not reality for everybody else. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry to them folks. <laughs> even even Miami. I, Miami is only like that in the hood. Like outside of that, you go to the city part, and it's giving like straight uh, Cuban music, Puerto Rican music. Or, and that's nice you know. for them, but I look. That's that's why I'm still in Atlanta now, cause I'm like, what? Where I feel I you. I understand. I get it. Where I'm going? I need to go be able to buy, be able to own property. I can't rent, so I'm not going to LA. Mm, don't shade. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I actually looked up some um condos. Remember last week I was looking up condos in LA and it wasn't out, it wasn't insane, but it wasn't the quality of life that I want. I, I want a backyard. I feel sure. you. They got them out here, boo. 
Yeah, they got him out there. You're right. <laughs> I'm gonna be in debt for life. <laughs> but anyways, I um, if and when I have kids, man, I do want to be. I don't want to be so obsessive over trying to do the right thing so much that I'm like having anxiety about my parenting. But I do want to be able to give my child or children like a great life that they appreciate. Because another thing too. His parents put all this effort, and the child be like, "I ain't asked for that." They don't even they they gotta end up learning the hard way themselves because they don't even have the mental capacity to have gratitude for what you've done to make sure that they live an appropriate life. They think that you shielded them if you put them in the suburbs. Mm, me? <laughs> now I wasn't living in the suburbs, but I was living in Stone Mountain, and I'm from the West Side. Just the thought of moving to Stone Mountain was just like, yeah, why different, would you but do you that? got a taste of it. But it's kids who um. Who have cousins that live maybe in the hood and they live in the suburbs. So when they go visit their cousins, they like, why we can't do that? And why we don't yeah. do that? Because they don't live like that, but they don't even realize like there's trade-offs. That's pros and cons. But but I that's why I said I want my people to still be. I'm gonna listen. I'm like, I just want my kids to be in touch. I don't want them to be one of them kids that's too good. Like that guy who video was going around talking about why black people hate black people that came up with money. That's a whole other topic for another day, but that video pissed me off so bad. And it's like, that's that's that suburban kid syndrome for real. Oh, don't I know it. Um, That's all I have for the topic. Do you have anything else you want to close off with? Um, Yes, because I didn't start off with it. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> Just to let y'all know that that's the still a thing. You, that. you need to get that out your mind, boy. Okay, but you know what the hood didn't teach me that I, uh, that I learned through the streets of myself? <laughs> Let's talk about how you can't do shit for okay. it. Huh? Okay, cool. All right. Well, you know, I don't got nothing coming up. I'm I'm uh well, I'm I'm lying. So in um less than a month, y'all, I'm gonna be going on a tour over in a European tour with Flo Millie. Oh, that's I'm so fun. Excited. So excited. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but See I'm gonna if be you get a booking in Korea. I mean, maybe. But the fact that I'm gonna be going to Germany, Scandinavia, London, um, Switzerland, is it's, it's so far. We need to plan an international trip next year. I got now that I'm back on my companion pass. I need about two more trips. I do want to go to London. I don't know if you would go again, but I want to go I, to. London. Oh yeah, I probably will. Cause I'm and sure I want to go to uh, Switzerland. No, I want to go to Sweden and Switzerland. So I can do both. All right, never mind. Problem solved. I ain't never been to Paris either. Hmm. You don't see it? Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Mm. I mean, I'll go, but it's not on my priority list. I'll tell you that. No shade to the Parisians. She she don't like y'all. She doesn't like y'all. It's not that. I just don't really see. First of all, I never hear. And this is, I do not, I'm not saying this is not to be Americanist or uh, whatever. But I don't really know, besides the few sites, what I would enjoy about Paris. People don't like the food. People don't like their, the, the, perceived attitudes um they don't love black people so it's mm. just like what besides seeing the eiffel tower which i already saw from the friendly skies um uh, i'm good <laughs> i don't have a picture with it but i got a picture of it mm. so now what i'm looking at these dolls of the human and i had a terrible experience in that airport too oh i'm scared now because i don't like um airports 
It's a beautiful uh, airport, but um, basically, I had a layover, so I I came from Atlanta to to um Charles de Gaulle Airport, and instead of just going to my next terminal, I had to go through TSA again, and it almost made me miss my my connection. And then apparently there was another way that I could have went that didn't require that, but I was trying to get some instructions, but there was wee 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 croissant. I was like, all right. And then they had to double check my bag. It was just a lot. And that, that's not Paris' fault. It's a very busy airport. But it just didn't add to the, it just didn't add to, you know. I'm like, I don't know. I wouldn't go on a trip strictly to Paris. I would do like a multi-stop Europe tour. Like I still want to go to Italy and I want to go to uh, Spain. Oh, Italy. I, um, I want to go there. I'm gonna go to Greece. Me too. I definitely. Well, I would love to go to Greece. Oh my Europe god! Europe got them jams for real. They got some spots. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Um, I do want to go to Maldives and stuff, but I feel like that's for that's for like that's like a romantic thing. Take yourself on a date. I set myself on a date every day. Period. <laughs> I tried to take my one myself on one to um piece of cake before we started recording, but it was a sound though that say be back in five minutes and something tell me it was there for longer than five minutes. But anyway, all right, let's yeah, you can go down. We finished early. You can go to oh, Liz about to because I'm going on a smoothie diet after today. Period. All right. I well, got you. Have fun with your five cakes. Um <laughs> No, I'm gonna get one. <laughs> okay. But all right, it's another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your girl. How did your swirl? And your world and your pearl and your curl. And your Jerry world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See ya.